This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? Assholes like you every day. Daisy Thomas. Every day. Billy Brownless. Is this moron number one? Interpretation. Interpretation. Put moron number two on the phone. Have another go. Interpretation. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you two? Everybody's working. Listen to the rush hour. I feel good. Oh, yes, it would feel good. The rush hour for a Thursday. And I tell you what you need to do. You need to get yourself really comfy because don't go anywhere. This show is absolutely stacked. Nathan Broad and Jaden Short can see them out there in the foyer. Yes. In studio to talk about Sulcombe and all the things going on at Punt Road, of course. Brad Haddon on the line to talk about the World Cup and what's going on over there. A bit happening there. Hosemary in studio, not only giving away 1K and a slab thanks to VB, but also a Def Leppard and Motley crew can't buy experience. Yes. An exclusive with Brody Grundy in the second hour. Really? Plus a joke, Bill. This show is stacked. We need you to eventually finish it off with a good joke, but welcome to you. We'll get there in the end. What a show. Well done to you, Daisy. Great to be with you. Run me through this weather. Right. Because the sun's out, but it's cold. <laughs> when are we going to get some good weather, please, Dave? Uh, next Tuesday, 25 degrees, cup day. Cup day? Yes. Sulcombe's running too. Oh, yes. Mm. About 10 to 1, it's a chance. Mm, if it comes out the barriers. Oh, yeah, just got stuck in there for about four minutes. That can help things. <laughs> we'll ask the boys about that. And how are you, Ryan Warren from Narry Warren? And we're off to Fratton Park where there's been a red card, but for who, Chris Kamara? No, I don't know, say. Jeff, has it? <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed that. Red card. Chris, have you not been watching? I haven't. I don't know where that's come from, Chris. I have no idea what has happened there. What's happened, Chris? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> come on, Chris. Oh, no. It's got a little bit of the uh, Greg Blewett's about it. <laughs> I got no idea. You're supposed to be watching, but anyway. Uh, but I'll tell you what will be better than that, Rebsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now on Triple M's Rush Hour. Time for... <laughs> it's Billy's All Sports Report. Oh, Daisy, bit going on with Whoa. the Aussies over in the World Cup. Glenn Maxwell falls out the back of a golf buggy. Yes. Playing golf or trying to get to the bus. Hits his head. He's out for a week, so he's not playing Saturday night against the Poms. And Mitch Marsh... Coming home, I think he might be already be home in Perth. So something going on there, okay. personal reasons. We can so, ask Hads about that later. Good idea. Mm-hmm. All the best to Mitchie boy there. A bit of AFL, Bailey Smith and Nick Dacos are joining forces in a training camp in New York. Right. It's good the young blokes get together, isn't it? I was lucky enough to catch up with Bailey because oh. we go way back. Okay. And uh, I had to ask him about the looming <laughs> free agency. I wondered if that was at the forefront <laughs> Of his mind. It's not really at the forefront of my mind. There's so much room left to, to grow and do um, in the sort of imminent months now with, with pre-season and then, um, you know, just itching for round one to come around already. Bang! Yes, says Bailey Smith, of course. Uh, uh, what about Koshy over there at Port Adelaide? He's trying to get out of the sandfall for the Port Adelaide Magpies yep. and to play in the National AFL Reserves Comp. That's interesting, isn't it? Because they've been in the... Um, so he wants to resell the Sandfall. Sandfall, which they've been a member there for 150 years, yeah. I would have thought. Surely they're not overly pumped without the Port Ferals. Well, I don't know if the Ferals are, but it might happen. <laughs> okay. The soft cap. Do you understand the soft cap? Uh, loosely. Well, there's um, new rules that will pay the senior coaches 20% more outside the salary cap. Okay. So that's a good win for Clarko and Dimmer and Ooh. the um, uh, coaches that are getting paid well. Plenty. So if they're on a mill, they get another 200000 Not bad there. Oh, the Cats. Here's some good news, Dave. GMHBA Stadium will be completed for the start of next year. That's what they're saying. <laughs> oh, Spoke to Steve Hocking. He said it'll be right to go round one. It joins a tip. Year. It is. No, it's not. The steel's <laughs> cooked. The yep. concrete's not safe. No, no, no. You said it'd be that. finished for the start of the season. 
No, it was going to be... half full you were able to have it. An absolute joke. Don't worry about why your side went like a busted this year. That's the reason. (laughs) Off field. Round six, it was going to be all ready to go. Yeah. And that went went by. And then it was supposed (laughs) to be by Christmas. Yes. And now they're saying for the start Start of the the season. season. (laughs) My Uh, goodness. Hey, good news at West Coast Eagles. They're starting to put a nice side together off the field. Okay. Off the field. Because Don (laughs) Pike, the Sydney Swans assistant, has been announced as a new CEO of the West Coast Eagles. CEO, right. Don Pike, Pikelet, straight back. Yeah. You know him? I thought he had coaching aspirations. Well, he did. He was going okay, but this has come up. CEO of the West Coast Eagles, two-time premiership mm. player at the Eagles, best Not and fairest winner. Smells of cash, though. Well, he wants to go back home, maybe. Yeah. He's yeah. from there, so good luck to him. On that, Danny Laidley confirmed she wants to apply for the AFLW Eagles job. Okay. Because uh, uh, Michael Pryor was coaching. He quit about a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. So Danny might go in there coaching. There you go. She'd be a good coach. Absolutely. She knows the game. Uh, brilliant. Oh, yeah. Brilliant footy mind. No, very good. The Matildas defeated Chinese Taipei last night. 3-0 <laughs> in Perth. Another full house over there in Perth. Won three in a row. And Mary Fowler, oh. old chook, just stepped up and went bang. For the World Cup as Fowler, it opens up for the shot. Taking. What a goal from the Golden Girl. You know, Australia had 32 shots on goal. And I reckon Chinese Taipei had two. They just parked the <laughs> did bus. You, did you just make that up? No, you were about to say one. I was going to say one or three. <laughs> but they parked the bus. They, they, did. they didn't attack at all. It was yeah. frustrating to watch and mm. frustrating to play. So now we play Uzbekistan mm-hmm. in, <laughs> in February. That'll be Uzbekistan. Depends how you say it. No, it's a country. Right or wrong. Right. If you're from uh, Druin, you'd say Uzbekistan. In February, a two-match home and away series there. So... To determine who goes to the Paris <laughs> oh, no. Olympics. Oh, we've got to wrap this up. Why? <laughs> you you couldn't it. even get to determine it. Oh, thank you. I didn't know you could speak so well. <laughs> Triple M Rush Hour with JB and Billy. You know what happened to me, Jim? What? I ran out of shampoo. <laughs> A couple of Richmond Premiership stars who could be celebrating another cup this Tuesday. Ooh. Nathan Broad and Jaden Short join us. The ball will sit for Broad, 50 metres out, twists and turns. And gets around Butler. Did it nicely. He might as well pin the ears back and have his own crack at goal. Why not? Nathan Broad. Jaden Short from 55. From 55. Another big, long kick that goes straight through the middle. Well, whoever puts that together has done well. A goal from you, Broad. Yes. You kick a few, Shorty. But, boys, welcome. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I'm a bit nervous coming back on after last time. but Well, last yeah. time you were on the rush hour, you told us about your eight-day. Yeah. The eight-day clock and how it nearly fell off. <laughs> very interesting. We got some good info from him, by the way. Oh, yeah, Dave, that's why I'm a bit worried he's here again, so I don't know what he's got up his sleeve, but here we are. Does anyone bring that up, or is it just... Yeah, my beautiful wife. Yeah, <laughs> I end up oh, finding out. Literally. Cashew yeah. Broad. <laughs> last time you were in, though, there was the impending birth, and that's all going well? Yep, going great. Samara? Yeah, yeah Samara, Samara, yeah. She's uh, three months old now and she's going really well and yeah, everything's good. Can't complain. Got Big back to from... Perth? Yeah, got back to Perth for a bit, up to the old man's 60th. IGAs so, or whatever uh, he's got, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good memory. Yeah, <laughs> it's got Prestia over, got him out of Victoria. Um, yeah, the meatball, how'd he go outside? Yeah, Melbourne. Never caught a fish, never been on a small boat, never camped or anything, no. so it blew his whole mind. Got him on crayfish and fishing and... He had a great old time. Wants to come back next year, so never lived Richmond. No, yeah, he hasn't. Exactly. He's never lived. Shorty didn't get invited. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't leave Melbourne either. Too busy. Like, oh, Perth. What, what are you doing Europe? in Perth? You lie because you went to Italy and you got engaged. Yeah, no. Well, yep. I oh. set sail over to Italy. Got engaged. Yep. Would so. have been romantic. You don't. I don't see you as a romantic type, Shorty. Oh. But run us through how it all went. Oh, I was pretty scared to be honest. It's been twelve years, so I, I bit the bullet. But um. <laughs> Crumbled a few times, pulled out a couple of times, yeah. and managed to bite the bullet one day at the beach. And Wait, you had the ring at the beach. Yeah, had the ring there. Yeah. Where'd you hide it? In my bum bag. <laughs> <laughs> and you went down on, on the, the knee. Of... Well, I was told that you go to Italy and get pickpocketed and stuff, so I was I was stressing out for a week yeah. and a half walking around Italy, and um, yeah, I crumbled a couple of times. There was too many people one night, so I pulled out of that. <laughs> Managed to do it early one morning. Well done. She still, said got, yes. still got a standing ovation hat clap. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, that's always How nice. Embarrassing. Your best mate did this. Uh, was did you dirty? You were going to do it on the Saturday, and he got you first on the Friday. Yeah, Fridge Graham. He uh, he booked a night away down Jackalope on the Friday before I left on the Saturday, and uh, Maddie and George, which is his partner, good friends, and he um, he proposed on the Friday, and I thought, geez, how am I going to? 
am I going to get this ring around the Europe for the next couple of weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to do it in the same week and steal the thunder, but um, I was stressed out for two weeks. I didn't, didn't really enjoy the first two weeks, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and what about Sulkin? We've got to ask you about oh, that. Yeah. Probably won't ask you, Shorty. We'll ask you, Nate. Uh, no. <laughs> It'll win. It'll win. <laughs> It'll win. Because a uh, couple of really good runs, but uh, unfortunately, last start, I think we've got it here, Rabsy, just mm-hmm. didn't go. Still a good line and they're racing and West Wind blows, hesitated, missed the start two or three. Sulcum six lengths last early. Then came Francesco Gardi, Montefilia, Sulcum well back, Duke de Sessa. Further back is Gold Trip, who's 15 off the lead from Francesco Gardi. Then a gap, Sulcum well back in the field, Montefilia. From West Wind Blows and Gold Trip. Fourth right you are of Wadajon. Followed then by Valiant King Sulkum. Sulkum, there it is there. But what about we put that on the audio? The boys are swung around. They're watching a race on the last grand annual. I was thinking they're running in the wrong direction. <laughs> you idiots. That would have been disappointing because you're all there at the track and you would have backed it and you'd hope for a nice little jump out of the barriers. And she just, he or she just got stuck. Yeah, he. We went, when we got him over from England, he wasn't great out of the barriers, and right. we knew what we were investing in. But um, yeah, the Caulfield Cup was shocking. Uh, <laughs> it was its worst one to date, which is disappointing. And yeah, from there on in, it was it was never going to win. So um, yeah, we keep the same weight going into the Melbourne Cup. Mm. If you're going to look at a bonus ah. coming out of that, so carries a fifty three and a half, and um, yeah, the Magic Man Joey's Ooh. on board now. So um, yeah, hopefully it's all up to the racing gods now. Everything's. Ready to go. The Cup's the grand final, the Melbourne Cup? Yeah, it always has been. Uh, Chris said for us, he said if wins anything else, that's a bonus, and we haven't won anything else, so <laughs> hopefully he's right. So, um, But no, nah, yeah, can't wait to get down there and watch it. Just to have a runner um, is unbelievable. So, yeah, yeah, can't Shorty, wait. you had a good chat the other day with the journos. Yeah. yeah. How'd that go? Oh, yeah. Who's the jockey, Shorty? I've only started liking horse racing in the last <laughs> week or so. Um, Who's the jockey? This, this is a true story. Oh. Two weeks before Sulkin started going good, he goes, Oh, I want to get out of this. How do you sell your share? Oh. Do you, all we do is pay bills and blah, blah, blah. Next yeah. thing it comes and wins paying 25 bucks and Shorty's the first bloke. Oh, yeah, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. We, we got told not to back it that day, so I didn't even put any money on it. Um, what are you wearing to the cup? Oh, cup I would just wear the stock standard, the security outfit. Nice. Got the, the black suit. Yeah. That's stock standard for me, Bill. Don't, is that nothing else? No, I don't venture out like Broad. He carries on in a grey suit. Everything's got a private good. security guard everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. You know, he carries on and I'm just flying to the radar. Put on just, a nice light suit or something. It's, Bill, I'm, I'm four foot nothing. I can't walk around in that. You know, <laughs> 70 kilos. What are you wearing? Uh, I've got a, a guy back over in Perth, uh, Suit Vault, sorted me out with a nice suit. I thought, oh. you're only in Melbourne Cup once, well, so man. why not treat myself? And then you all watch it together and then oh, imagine if it wins. What, have oh. you thought what you're going to do? Oh. Brody keeps going, reckon, do you reckon it's going to be better than the grand final? Oh. I'm not sure about that, Broad. It won't beat 17, but it'll top 19 and 20 winning the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> Complete contempt for yeah. who they play. Got boys. To Stick around. Yeah. We've got to get to a break, but uh, still plenty more to chat with you boys. More with Nathan this. Broad and Jaden Short next on the Rush Hour. Triple M. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Did you brand yourself in the last break information, Brownells? Uh, knowledge. Knowledge, Brownells. Knowledge, Brownells. <laughs> From the Richmond Footy Club, oh, yeah. Jaden Short, Nathan Broad have stuck around because their horse Sulcum is running in the Melbourne Cup. It certainly is. They're excited about that, but everyone knows outside of footy and having a Melbourne Cup runner, the most excitement you get is going on your footy trip. How was it? Good. Yeah, it was. Um, I organised footy trips um, <laughs> and all that type of stuff. I think that's why they keep me around. Um, <laughs> so it was good. We had 25, I think, come this year. A lot of young boys never been overseas before, which is pretty wild. So yeah, it was good. Good few days. Where did we go? I uh, went to Phuket this year, back oh. to Bangla Road. Oh, um, went there three years ago, and it was yeah, it's good. When you were Paul doing Il- the worm Paul down the street, yeah. <laughs> you didn't go. You're getting engaged. I, yeah, I was in Europe getting engaged, so oh. Mrs. put the foot down, and I was stuck over there. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you go with your tattoo when you FaceTimed the lovely? <laughs> oh, you've got some more good mail, Dale. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. Oh, we were sitting in a circle, um, having a few beers uh, on the beach, and. A uh, lovely lady walked past with henna tattoos, and so I decided I'd get my daughter's name, Samara, tattooed on my foot, um, but spelt with a H at the end. Oh, no. So spelt wrong, and then when we go back to the room, face, <laughs> FaceTime the lovely, and she was um, she was a bit emotional. She was having a tough day with the bub. Oh, no. And I thought, oh, 
And I went, screw it, I'll tell her anyway. So I went, probably not a good time to tell you this. And she goes, oh, no, what have you done? And I said, oh, and she sent it. And she went off her nut. <laughs> you stupid see you this, you that, you barrage. Going, oh, you both like barrels. You, yeah, both barrels at me. And um, then I just went, nah, it's it's fake. It's not real. Oh, it went off again. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, it was good fun. And spelled it wrong. Hey, what about the Tigers? The 13th last year. So, new coach. Adam is a very good player. Have we met him, sat down, had a chat to him, yeah. Shorty? Yeah, we have met him a few times now, and um, yeah, he's pretty uh, pretty excited about the opportunity, yeah. I suppose, and so are us as the players, I guess. Um, yeah, obviously excited for a new voice and obviously a bit of a change. Obviously, mm. last year was a little bit disappointing in the way we went about it. Um, we had a decent change there, and um, I've only ever played under Dimmer, so I'm looking forward to yeah. obviously having Chris Newman back as well. Yes. Um, another new voice there, and... Yeah, obviously Adam coming in and changing a few things, I think it'll be good for us. What's he changing? Has he spoken about game plan, expectation of more defense, more offense, anything along those lines? No, not, I haven't really sat down with him in particular about what's going to be changing, but um, probably kicking more goals would be handy. And I think getting Tom Lynch back yeah, would that'd be, be a bonus. Is he out of the moon boot? I've seen him for a year, I reckon, and he's always got the moon boot on. Yeah, is he out of he's out of, he's out of the moon boot. Oh, good. So we've been walking laps of the 10. They're not too quick, Bill. No. But um, actually a two-hour lap with Lynchy. <laughs> but, uh, I saw him the other day he, down to Main Road. I had a couple of beers with him in Noosa. He doesn't oh, no. mind a pot. Yeah, can put back a pot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go in a shout with Lynch. Yes. Uh, what, who else we got there? We've lost a couple too. Big Soldo. You'll yeah. miss him. Big yeah, Ivan. Big Ivan. No. Ivan. <laughs> Ivan. <Yes. laughs> He'll kill me for saying that. <laughs> Hopefully he's in Adelaide already. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it'll be disappointing. It is disappointing to see him go. The big fella, he's such a cultural man yeah. and um, he's always at every event. And plus, he's, he's a great player. Um, but now we got big Naismith in. So um, hopefully he can bounce with Nanka, which will be good. Mm. Who else they picked up? Kazitsky. Yes. <laughs> How do you say that, Shorty? Big Justin Gazitsky. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Um, Justin. I think it's Jacob, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Hopefully uh, he can come in, take a bit of heat off Lynch when yeah. he comes back and crash a few packs for us. So he's yeah. got a new nickname. Yeah, Justin. Justin. <laughs> but your old mate Jack's out of the side. But we, when we back to loop back to the horse, has he carried on like oh. he owns a thing? I honestly didn't know there was anyone else in it except for him. I thought he owned 100% and no. he might have trained it as well. Yeah, you're right. And he, he's carrying on like he's chic rewild at the moment. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. He's He's got 1% of probably all these horses and he carries on like he's the sole owner. <laughs> um, he does that. And there's tell us about this photo you're holding up, Daisy, because oh, where was that produced? There's a photo of all the boys in Sulcum. It looks like this would be organised by somebody within the group. So yes. maybe a media outlet's reached out to you and said, hey, boys, pick up a story, roll with it through a paper, and you have to carry on like absolute twats by the look of it. You're all pretend cheering for a horse in the stands, holding race books, lynch you. What's Lynchy's suit? Where'd that come from? <laughs> he got that at Savers, That's just, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a quiet that day at the races. races. There just was no one in the crowd. There was no one there. No, no, that, was a, that was a Tuesday was morning. A piss fake, and rain. Yeah, Caulfield. Oh, <laughs> so who teed that up? Rewalt. Yeah. yeah Rewalt. He, he needed to pay for a share in one of those horses, oh, so he's organised that. What about that? Hey, also, Trent Koch and Jack Revolt have got oh, books out. Same right? day. Same day. Which one are you buying and which one are you reading? I don't think I've ever read a book. I've, I've honestly, <laughs> hand on heart, I've never read a book either. Never so read a book. I won't be starting now. <laughs> My some men and what else is there? The Grapes of Rife. What else is there? Sun Tzu's mm. The Art of War. Yeah. So, but if you had to buy one, would Harry you buy Potter. Harry Potter? Trent's or Jack's? Um, well, neither of them need the money, I don't think. No. So I'd probably write, I'd probably read Trent's because at least you know that one's true. <laughs> <laughs> Half of Ralph is probably bullshit. <laughs> that'd, that'd be a bit about him too, wasn't there? <laughs> Tasmanian legend and all that. You've been watching the Matildas, boys? Yeah, massive fan. How about yeah. the goal from uh, Mary Fowler the other night? Star. It was a cracker. It was a start. Yeah, they're yeah. on fire at the moment. Are they the best team in Australia? Sporting team? Yeah, sporting I reckon, team. I reckon they'd have to be, yeah, from what they've done for obviously women's sport and mm. just for the Australian public in general, um, I reckon they have to be Crowd up there. numbers and jersey sales, I reckon they'd be up there. Bloody mm. Well, you look at the Diamonds. They're one of our They're best. very good. They they're very good. Is you wondering where this question yeah, came from? Mary Fowler came up on the TV behind you and Bill saw it and then <laughs> asked you a question. <laughs> I want to see if the boys take an interest, which they do. When are we back to pre-season? 27th November, we're back. Uh, so, um, let's say, yeah. so, is it tough? Well, we've got a new coach, so I think he's oh, going to want to yeah. Yeah, oh. put us through. Uh, so are you in good, Nick? Does he still do 
skin yeah, folds. Still do skin folds. Yeah, so there's a little bit of stress at the moment, oh, but um, <laughs> stress. Yeah, He's like a rabbit. This bloke. Yeah, exactly. A few boys yeah, would be a bit more him. worried than I am, but um, <laughs> no, nah, there's obviously a few nerves coming back to preseason. Oh, They're always going to every time you finish a season, they say the next preseason is going to be the hardest one. So. Um, no, they're always good. I mean, I, I prefer preseason and training by yourself, to be honest. Mm. You never really know how you're going and just getting back into the club. You don't need to play on the weekend and just have a run around with the boys and get fit. What's the main test you do? Is it 10? 2K. Mm. Yeah. 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 We used to do 3K. Um, we've dropped it back to a 2K. Who wins it? Big Timmy Taranto yeah. won it last year. Did he? Yep. Yeah, it was his first year at the club, so I reckon he was showing off. So yeah. <laughs> What did he run? Um, he ran a 6.14. Big Macintosh yeah. was behind him. Don't you pretend? No, years. I didn't. I only run a six oh eight once. Hey, boys, <laughs> all the very best we sold Tuesday, them. Tuesday, yes. yes. Uh, we hope that uh, it goes on and jumps out the barrier and you get to salute and have a bloody good time. We appreciate you coming in. No, thanks, thanks, boys. Cheers. Jaden Short, Nathan Brown. Nathan Broad, oh, I should oh, say. Oh, the rush hour. Well, Nathan Brown, Nathan Brown. Nathan Broad. Yeah. Both Richmond superstars. Triple M's rush hour with JB and Billy. Oh, you bloody old boring man. Oh, <laughs> Right now, your chance to win a money can't buy experience to see Def Leppard and Motley Crue. Thanks to Triple M's Rush Hour, you and a mate could be seeing Motley Crue and Def Leppard at Marvel Stadium from the Triple M Rock Lounge. Haven't you heard Def Leppard? Def Leppard and Motley Crue playing Melbourne's Marvel Stadium, November 14. Two icons on one stage. Tickets on sale now from livenation.com.au. This is a catered suite, if you don't mind. Food and beverages. Money can't buy this experience. The room is going to be hosted by Dangerous Dave and, and Rosie oh. Walton. Hi. Rock and roll. I'm so excited, Daisy. Horns up. At throwing them as we speak. <laughs> Let's uh, go. Def Leppard, uh, English Rock Royalty, yep. Motley Crue, LA, right naughty, 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 naughty. Good. So we like that. Rose, you are going to be hosting this room with Dangerous Dave. So we thought that you should lead... This tactic and how we're going to invite people to be in the room with you. Yes. All right. Ring one triple three five three if you would like to join us in the uh, Triple M Rock Lounge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to play a game. It's called Leopard Crew or Footballer. Okay. Oh. I'm how going, does that work? I'm going to read out what somebody has done, and you have to tell me whether they are from Def Leopard, Motley Crew, or perhaps a footballer. I like this a lot. We don't. Do we? Or no, the callers. No, the callers. Oh, they want to come. Because I would have no idea. <laughs> I thought that's going to be hard. <laughs> so one triple three five three ring now. Oh, the, look at it. It's lit up like a Christmas tree, hose. They all want to go. Sure is. It's worth 500 bucks, isn't it? Per ticket. Per ticket. Yeah, money yeah. can't buy, so right. technically more. Well, if you had the money, you could probably buy it. <laughs> no, but, you, but you it wouldn't be, me. You you be hosted by Rosie or Dane. Yeah. Yeah. What do you right. do as a host? Oh, look at him. I don't know. Just go, hello. Thank you for coming. Yeah, uh, bit of a can speech. I get you a beer? <laughs> All right. So we've got Duncan from Tired okay. as the first contestant. Duncan, are you more of a Motley Crew or Def Leppard fan? Def Leppard. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Definitive. I'm going to ask one of the harder questions so I can get rid of it just okay. in case, see what happens. But I think you'll be fine. Righto. Duncan. To avoid being spotted by the public, these people were wheeled around in laundry baskets. Mm. Am I from Def Leppard, Motley Crue, or a footballer? <clears throat> this is when you have to answer, Duncan. Yes. Yeah, Not, no, 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 no. That, um, just think I, of what I'd your favourite band Crue. is. Yeah. Who what, do you like? What is your favourite band? Well, Def Leppard. Hey! Hey! Tammy in Whittlesey, uh, I feel like Hello. you're more of a Motley Crue fan. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so did you hear the last question and the answer? Yes, and yeah. I actually had it. Okay. Oh, righto. I used to own a tattoo parlour mm-hmm. in Vegas. That's ruling out a footballer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's a Motley hard okay, question. So Motley crew. Going well. Motley. Yeah, Tammy. Motley. Yeah, Tammy. Yeah, Tammy, this Motley. is where you get Mo- to. Motley crew. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you're coming along. Lots of winning going yes. on today. Rick from yeah, Burwood good. East. All right, Come Rick. Come on, Rick. How are How you, Rick? Going? Yeah, good, buddy. How's it going? Yeah, going well. Uh, here's Ho. She's got a question for you. <laughs> I had a car crash that was almost career ending. Am I from Def Leppard, Motley Crue, or a footballer? Ooh. Oh, I might say Motley Crue. Oh. Um, or he might say something else, Rose. Yep. 
footballer. No. Or something else. Yeah, that... <laughs> Def Leppard. Yeah! Lucky you got three choices. Rick Allen, the drummer. He oh, had a car crash. Oh, yeah. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> Did, Did he really? <laughs> okay, well, you'll get to know Rick and yeah. his one arm drumming on the night. This is going really well. Rick's got one arm. Yes. He's only got one arm. And he drums. Rowan from Clyde. Oh, Rowan. All right, Rowan. How Come are you, Rowan? Rowan? Good guys, how's this out? I'm very nervous asking this question. Come on, Roy. De- is this person from Def Leppard, Motley Crue, or a footballer? I was filmed one night at the urinal weighing into my own mouth oh. in an act that was dubbed bubbling. Oh, oh. That's, that wouldn't be that. Can you say NRL? Yes. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> well done, Rowan. Hey. Yeah, the are you there? And bubble. finally, to bring it home, we have Jimmy from Frankston oh. South. All right. He's near the water, so hopefully he gets this one. I captained a boat fully <laughs> nude once, even honking the horn with my... Mm-hmm. Eight day. Mm-hmm. Jimmy. My, my uh, honking the horn. Uh, was he on a boat with attractive uh, ladies? Yes, who yeah. was in Baywatch. In mm. Baywatch, yes. Pam, uh, Pammy. Mm. Just pick one Pardon of the me. bands you want to go and see and it's probably right. <laughs> Yeah, well, I want to see the flavour mostly. Um, but look, I'll go in Motley Crue. Yeah! Hey! I'll tell you what. That, that goes to the Acras. <laughs> you're, you're heading along too, Jimmy. <laughs> no way, way you'd be able to people. host Hot Seat. <laughs> so, <laughs> bucks our winners, I'll go and ask Ed tomorrow. He can give you some tips. Our winners are Duncan, Tammy, Rick, Rowan and Jimmy. Ah, <laughs> uh, how good. I'm just wanting people who love both bands to well join done. us. Mm. So well Absolutely. done, everybody. So when and is this? Live Nation. It is uh... November 14, together for one unforgettable night, Def Leppard and Motley Crue. They're playing Melbourne's Marvel Stadium. Two icons on one stage. Tickets on sale now from livenation.com.au. Sorry, everybody. That's all right. That was brilliant. Triple M, Rock Lounge. Never apologise. Hosted by Dangerous Dave and the one and only... Rosemary Walton. Catered sweet food and beverages too, by the way. Money can't buy experience. We'll have a chat Free to you. Food, that's why danger's there. <laughs> we'll have a chat to you, Hose, after this. Well, we'll hear from Rosie <laughs> after quiz, five. Because... Quiz yeah, sure, I'm sorry. Eddie Maguire, he's on tomorrow. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bill, we don't yes. want to make it all about us. No, Jim, we don't, but <laughs> we're going to. <laughs> For the keen and loyal Rush Hour listeners, Bill, yep. yesterday we were doing the sports wrap yes. and you sort of bought a little bit about the cricket. This is how it went. Hey, Brad Haddon. We love Brad. He spoke about how he believes India are the team to beat in the World Cup. Hats? Oh, I think at the moment India are playing their home conditions beautifully and, and you've seen the last three World Cups, the, the, the results being that the home teams won it. So India are obviously playing a, a form of cricket at the moment that that are intimidating opposition. Uh, they know exactly their game plan. Whoever comes in plays a role. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, Sandra uh, Sully, groundbreaking that from Hads. Undefeated. Six zip, top of the ladder they are. <laughs> They're playing in India, home yes. ground. Come on, Hads. Just, just read the bottom of your sheet. Hads will join us tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and we welcome to the show Brad Haddon. Hads, how are you, mate? Mate, how are we all? Bill, I, I, you just need to realise, yeah. I, I thought you were a smarter man than me. <laughs> 90% of cricket revenue comes out of India. Right. We go over there and we work for three weeks. We get paid for three years. So, mate, the last five World Cups I said India are running favourites. No way in the world you piss them off. You should know that now. Well, I should. But there's six and zip, top of the ladder, flying, playing at home. So, anyway, I like South Africa for what it's worth. Gee, they smashed New Zealand last night. Quinton de Kock, is he the best <laughs> Batsman, you've seen hats. Well, I tell you what, he's he's playing with a, a lot of freedom. I mean, this this is his last in the international event. Yeah. Um, he's going to retire after this. But as you know, in South Africa, they're playing great cricket. They've got a powerful middle mm-hmm. order. They've got good spinners. Yes, yes but but <laughs> just put a final in front of it, and we know what happens there. <laughs> they're, yes. they're totally opposite to their rugby team. Exactly mm. right. Well, what about the Aussies, hats? What's going on? Not so much on the field, yeah. but Maxie's doing backflips off golf carts or something. Mate, I'll tell you what, Maxi sounds like a good person to party with. Um, <laughs> he, he broke his leg at one in the morning, uh, partying with a mate at his 50th, and, and now at the end of a two-day bender um, <laughs> uh, playing golf, uh, he's come off the back of a golf cart and, and bumped his head. So in all seriousness, let's hope he's, he's right. Um, but I'll tell you what, it, uh, it, it sounds like fun to party with. Mm. Bloody oath, no doubt about that. Do they go mad, the coaches, about this sort of stuff? Because in the footy world, you'd be absolutely scorned. Ooh. They'd be going berserk. Uh, same in cricket? 
Oh, yeah, yep. You'd have to have your say. <laughs> yeah. But I, I've seen a few photos that they look like the staff was in there. They, they had three days off, so they've obviously gone and, and organised a golf day over relaxed. So the, the first and foremost is, is your, your hope his um, health's okay, and, and then you'd make known um, how happy you were. Yep. Mm, spot on. We've all done that. Jumped on the back of a golf cart. I haven't fallen off, hit me head, but I've done it. <laughs> hey, Mitch Marsh is an interesting one, uh, Brad, because uh, he's coming home also. Yeah, that that is a concern, um, Bill, because he's come home from personal reasons and, that, and that's all the information we've gotten. And, and for a character like Mitch Marsh, um, he's had his ups and downs. He, he's starting to fight his way back into some real good form in, mm. in this Australian cricket tent. To, to come home for personal reasons that it, it can't be good. He, he's not the character that would leave... Uh, a tool for something that wasn't very, very serious. So, yeah, it's a, it actually puts Australia in an interesting position with both their all-rounders there in uh, Mitch Marsh and, and uh, Maxi unavailable. But our thoughts are, are with Mitch, um, yeah. and let's just hope he gets back soon. Another yeah. one of the Triple M favourites, Travis Head, oh. is back and belting them. Good to see. He is back. Wow. Well, what about the, his, his preparation? He, he said the other day, I had two tennis ball hits. Um, I haven't really done much... Um, <laughs> But sit on the couch. But second ball, he hit straight over mid-off. He got a couple of no balls in the, the second overs and hit three sixes uh, in, in a row. Mate, that was an extraordinary, especially under the circumstance, having that time off. And what it did do, it, it just freed the whole game up. David played outstanding at the, at the other end. But that, that's why Australia took the risk on, on Travis Head. He, he can do things like that. Not a lot of other players can do. So let's just hope he builds on that now leading in the finals. Exactly right. We're talking to Brad Haddon, one of the greatest cricketers, uh, batsmen, keepers you'll ever see, uh, Canberra Comets superstar, <laughs> uh, behind Gilly, of course, and Rod Marsh. and uh, you make him forget you clipped him at the start. Yeah, eh? that's right. That's how, yeah. <laughs> I did pose a question about wicket-keeping, though, oh, on the Willow Talk podcast, Rabsy. <laughs> Because you rate yourself. Dale Thomas, the, oh, the Daisy Thomas. Uh, has, I don't know what this question actually means, if it's a cricket question or whatever, but do you really have to stay low and rise with it? Well, Dale Thomas, you need to get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> if it's a wicket-keeping question, I can understand, but you've worded that very, very cleverly. So uh, when you are keeping to slower bowls, yes, you do come up. When the ball bounces, you come up with the delivery, but Dale Thomas... I don't think that's what you're talking oh, about. That was a genuine wicket-keeping question. You're a keeper. I was a, oh, and a very good one too, Bill. If 2020 was around in my day, I'd probably be in India getting paid four billion a week. But <laughs> the stay low rise with it was yeah. with my first ever wicket-keeping uh, coach, or yeah. yeah, was given to me. So I wasn't being facetious or anything like that, Bradley. I don't understand the questions. Um, I'm, a, I'm from Queanbeyan, as you just said there. I played for the uh, Canberra Comets. Can you just explain what that uh, question meant? So do you have to stay low, as in stay low? Yeah. And then when the ball bounces, rise with it, which you then went on oh. to explain pretty well. But, you know, a bloke from Queanbeyan, <laughs> no. a bloke from Drew aren't really sending any work. Well, you're both the same. By the looks of I it. used to go to Drew and for porn and fireworks, and I used to go to Canberra for porn and fireworks. So, hey, the keepers... <laughs> It's the only thing you used to have. It's not from Canberra. It's from Queanbeyan. It's it's Canberra, mate. It's Lake Mm. Burley Griffin. It's uh, the War Memorial. It's (laughs) Parkland. Uh, (laughs) The keepers, uh, this is interesting because keepers, they've got to have a bit of grunt, for a better word, in them, don't they? They've really got to have that. You had that, Hads, no doubt about that. Matty Wade's got that. Is that a fair call? I think we just have a really short attention span. Um, <laughs> most wicket keepers, we like being in, involved in the contest. Yes. We're normally the short little fat blokes that everyone picked on, so <laughs> it gave us an opportunity when we uh, put the gloves on to, to maybe give a little bit back. Oh, Alex yes. Carey, though, he seems a bit more of a sensitive soul, and mm. especially after the goings-on with Johnny Bairstow, it looks like it might be still a little bit rattling him. Yeah, that, that's an interesting one, actually, because Alex's form before that was red hot. Yeah, um, he was yeah. outstanding in India. He, he kept as well as anyone's kept um, in, in those conditions, any Australian keepers. So, yeah, it looks like the, the best so incident might have just just ticked him off a, a little bit more than we hope. I, I reckon it would have been a great position. Ma- imagine being in the position <laughs> in England yeah. where everyone hated you. Oh, you would have loved oh, He loved it. Oh, that's what dreams are made. <laughs> and we look forward to Saturday. We take on the Poms. And what a shame it is to see the Poms 10th on the table with one win and five losses had. 
Yeah, it, it is a shame. Um, I don't think any of us are feeling real sorry for them. But I tell you no. what, it's a dangerous game. Yeah. Um, yep. we, we know they've got the firepower if, if they do get things right to, to compete. And I, I, if, if I was in that change room now, you're saying, mate, we've got an opportunity to maybe make life uncomfortable for Australia leading into the, the semifinals. There's a lot of bad blood after the Bear Sow incident. Um, so, and if they, have, they do go off, they can beat us. So it, yep. this game's going to be an absolute cracker. We can't wait to see that. We'll be on the phone to you getting more updates throughout the tournament. Hads, oh, yeah. thank you very much for joining us. And remember, mate, stay low and rise with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Thank you. <laughs> Brad Haddon on the Rush Hour, by the way. You can catch Hads and Adam Peacock on Willow Talk podcast all through the World Cup. You can grab that on the Listener app. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Jim, I've got, I need a spell. Yeah, I think Mentally zapped. Do you? Oh, yeah. Yes. Mentally. I've got no more brain You're left. <laughs> Still plenty to come for the second hour of the Rush Hour. Rosie back in to give away a thousand bucks plus a personalised slab from our good friends at VB. A joke to wrap the show up. And after 5 30, Brody Grundy here to talk about everything that's been going on in his life. And it has mm. been a lot. But now he makes That's a move up to Sydney. I tell you what, Bill, there's still a little bit of footy news knocking around as what well. What do you got? Jeff Walsh is back in the AFL domain. He's taken up a footy ops role as a football consultant at the AFL. He's going to look over both the AFL, the AFLW, VFL, VFLW, and the Coach Development League. Walsh, well, back. Back. So well was done. it the Saints taking mm-hmm. a bit of time off and now back? Yep. And the new West Coast CEO, Don Pike, we spoke about that off yep. the top, yep. has endorsed Danny Laidley for the senior coaching job of the AFL team. Oh, she'd be good. That's mm. a good endorsement. So there you go. Still a little bit of footy news knocking Brady around. Brady Grundy in Sydney just makes sense, doesn't it? It does. The lifestyle and the team, the grand, everything makes sense. Uh, He's got so much to offer, too. Mm-hmm. He's going to be one. a brilliant acquisition. Number one ruckman, small ground. He will. He'll ruck all day. He will ruck all day. Mm-hmm. Good, ruck young all night. midfield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if we can just straighten up for one minute, boys. A very sad day for the Cremorne Hotel with the passing of a good mate of mine and the pubs, Kevin Purcell, um, or Purse or Kev, as he's known. He worked there for the last three or four years. Great bloke. Really, really good bloke. Played cricket locally, played footy locally. Everyone knows him in the area. So it's very sad. Rest in peace, Kevy. And in all the best to his family. Well said, Bill. This is Triple M's Rush Hour. Plenty more still to come. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Have you ever thought of those who don't get a car park underneath? <laughs> like old fat? No. <laughs> Right now, thanks to our friends at VB, Rosie is giving away a thousand bucks cash. We've got Fat. Well done, Fat. And Daisy. Surely this is Daisy time. Now your nickname could win you a slab of VB hard-earned nickname stubbies and $1,000. It's the Rush Hour's hard-earned nicknames, thanks to VB, rewarding those who've earned their nicknames. 18 plus, drink responsibly. So, Rosie, all week we've been giving away $1,000. Thanks to VB, all you need to do is head to triplem.com.au. Tell us a great nickname and the story behind it. Every time we do this, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. It is so generous. It is. And so easy. And so easy. Yeah. Triplem.com.au, go to the win page. You've only got until tonight to get your entries in. Last one tomorrow. You're Whoa. giving away some stuff. Mm, the whole station is as well. Is, Spin yeah. a DJ we'll tomorrow. To Marty, we'll 10 grand as well. You're Clearing wow. all the decks and cupboards and whatever. And mainly cash. Can we mm. afford it? No. Nah. <laughs> well, apparently see, not. VB are helping us <laughs> yes, out here. Exactly. Our good friends at uh, VB, a hard earned thirst. Needs a nice cold beer. The, the best, best cold, cold beer is, is Vic. Vic. Mm-hmm. Actually, matter of fact, I've got it now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Lachlan Ioannidis from Mill Park is called Ringo. Okay. Because right. he says, I used to work with three other guys called John, Paul and George and I was the odd one out. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Yes. I like that. Yeah, good one, Lachlan. Yeah. Uh, Trent Forbes is in Epping. Mm. There was a guy that played footy with them. He had red hair, which is fine. Yes. I've got red hair yep. and was sick of being called Sauce. <laughs> he went off to the salon, dyed it black and now he gets soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Jack is in Warrandite. He's known as the sniper's nightmare because <laughs> one leg is shorter than the other, which causes his head to move around up and down more frequently. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> we we, we were talking boys. about this, weren't we? <laughs> what? And you can see a sniper. Yeah. All right. And Pearl, Jack's walking along and he'd be going up, <laughs> down, up. <laughs> 
had a, a sniper's nightmare. That's, that's, I like so it. So we've got Ringo, we've got uh, soy sauce or sniper's nightmare. I think the sniper's nightmare might be a touch long for the stubby. I like the soy sauce. Yeah. That's right in my wheelhouse, oh, that sort of Trent operation. Oh, Trent Forbes from Epping, you're getting a slab of VB oh, and a thousand bucks. Oh, yeah, good. That is so good. Get in tonight. One more day tomorrow we give away a thousand dollars and a slab of VB oh, stubbies. Very oh. exciting. Yes. Um well something that Else that's exciting mm-hmm. is the Muddy Sheagold Show. Limo's filling in at the moment for Marty. Doing a good job. Brilliant job. Yep. The whole team, brilliant. Yes. Do you want to win $10,000 tomorrow morning on the Muddy Sheagold Show, Dale Thomas? Oh, I do. Spin at DJs. Is yes, where we're going. 7am. Yeah. Uh, it has to go off tomorrow yeah. because it's a public holiday sort of so, long weekend. Yeah. So we're giving away 1000 a day in a slab Which and in is... the morning you got a chance for 10000 as well. Look. It's not a competition. Oh, yeah. Wow. But no, that's it a competition. Is. No, we're <laughs> well, we're giving away five. Yeah, for no, the no, week. I'm still saying how good like oh, is it. Right. As Spin the whole. It, DJ. So if you know your music, yep. uh, you hear like a second of the song, like the very first start of the song, and if you get it correctly, then you get to play for and the next song. Ten grand. Mine. Sort of. Yeah. But it, we're giving you a head start. So if you don't know what the other songs are, go to Marty Sheagold Show on Instagram, get yourself sorted, seven AM, one triple three five three, and you could win ten. Thousand dollars. Nikki Webster, strawberry kisses. Shh. Oh. I wasn't meant to say that. I don't know. Oh, okay. A uh, Luke Waterhouse uh, DM'd us, by the way. He said he lives over in Perth, didn't know how to enter. So he went to our Instagram page. Don't know what's going on with my throat at the moment. You're anyway, very emotional. he said yes. uh, his friend went to the gym, dropped a weight on his fingers and cut some of his fingers off. He's oh. now called Clock because one hand's shorter than the other. <laughs> That's not a bad nickname. That's <laughs> not He's bad. still got time. Clock. Luke, you want ass? Hit the triplem.com.au. Go to the win page. Hey, Brody Grundy, not too oh, far yes. away. This hey, is... You also, thanks for throwing a bit of paper at my face before. I'm I apologize. Mm. Why? Why would you do that? I know, but I promise I might do it again later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Triple M's Rush Hour. Yeah. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Well, you know that I'm very polite and respectful. <laughs> no, in I no, situations. no, you're not. Hey, I'm worried about you, Dave. I know you've got a wedding coming up. Oh, yes. And you're a close friend now. You're one of us in here. Mm. And you're trying to lose weight. And you do look good Thank in the you. black. Getting there. Well, yesterday you boxed. I did in the morning. Well, you didn't box. You are in a ring and fist. ran around. Yes, you didn't box. But yep. early, did about 10 rounds. Uh, eight. Yeah, close enough. Eight rounds, which is good. Then yesterday you take off here and you're playing AFL 7s. I did. In Faulkner Park. Uh, team kicked eight goals. Yeah. Kicked seven of them. You did not. I swear to you. You just played full forward. Uh, non ball. And then you do the radio. Then today you played golf. I did. What's going on, mate? Well, I'm just trying to trim up, Bill. Trying to look after myself. Well, look after yourself. You don't have to do all this. At some stage, Daisy, you're going to have to just let it go, mate. Let it go. Let Let it go. go. (laughs) Can't hold it back anymore. So let let what go? Uh, Just... the fitness regime yes. or just a bit of self-promo? So, no, the fitness. You don't have to be so fit. You've got to get to the wedding, mate. You've got to get to the wedding. get myself some Gazman Triple X. Yeah, well, not that. You don't have to get them 25% off in the summer, <laughs> summer sale. There's a summer sale. Summer sale. And Adairs, too. They bloody keep texting me. John Adairs. You get and XL sheets for your T-shirts. Oh, mate, cheap at Adairs. Wow, we. How have you not? Got a sponsorship uh, with Adairs or Gazman yet? It's a very good point. One triple three five three. If you work at Adairs or Gazman, you want to sponsor Bill? Give us a call Let now. Go. Oh, there he is. What are you doing tonight? Brody. What about Brody. Bill's? Brody. What about Bill just, Bill's saying you don't have to be fit. Yeah. <laughs> triple M's rush hour with JB and Billy. What does that say? Host? About our listeners, they're all juvenile. <laughs> James Brayshaw, Billy Brandless with Daisy Thomas. And right now we are joined by Sydney Swans recruit and one of the nicest guys in footy, Brody Grundy. Spiralling nothing. Oh, Grundy! Humongous! Quarter of the front collects. Handballs to Grundy. Snaps from 30. Splits the middle. He's just set it up top of the square. Pendlebury can't hang on. Grundy! Grundy! He's got the sausage! What the bloody hell is going on? Brody Grundy! Ah, Bill, I've promised you some big guests, and I have delivered, but I'll tell you what else. When this bloke wandered through the doors in 2013 at the Pies, I declared to everyone who would listen that he was going to be an out-and-out star, and wasn't I right? You were, indeed. Welcome, Brody, to the Rush Hour. Thanks for coming in. 
Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Daisy. Good to be here. And what are your first impressions of Daisy back then in 2013? Oh, well... Um, Did I talk uh, to you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> young, young 18-year-old, so um, he was in uh, one uh, said rap pack, oh, yes. as, they, as, they, as they call it. Yeah, so the I, naughty boys. I, I tried to... Um, Get right under his wing. <laughs> um, no, it was good. You had a bit of a, a troublesome ankle during that time as well. Um, he could he could actually push it on the bench press. Oh, I remember he could actually lift some weight. So no. um, him, yeah, it was impressive. I started actually. throwing him around for a bit there. Yeah, see, this is good. This is why I got him in a nice pump up for myself. Exactly. Um, plenty going on in your life, mate. Uh, what's the latest? How are you? How, how are you things? feeling? Yeah. yeah. Um, how am I feeling? I'm feeling good. I was just saying off air, it feels a little bit unusual though to be in the, uh, in the studio this time of year. Usually I'm doing some sort of extravagant <laughs> trip. Last year I was in Morocco and, uh, south of Spain. So, oh, um, Marrakesh. Uh, <laughs> No. Yeah, we, yeah, we went, we went there, and um, but mate, there's nowhere else I'd, I'd rather be than in the Triple M Rush House. Oh. Right so um, I've, I've penciled this in, yeah, and looking forward to it. Oh, exactly. No, now tell us, um, when do we go to Sydney? Yeah, yeah. So obviously you're going up there to the Sydney Swans. Have you had a look? Because I've had a look at the rentals up there, <laughs> Road. This is the research he's done. For this you, is bro. the research I've done. Here they are, right? You've actually, and just everyone at home, he's literally printed out yeah. about four or five pages from what I can see. So you can go to Rose Bay, Double Bay, or Summer Bay. Yep. That's home and away. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you can go to Double Bay, four bedrooms, three bathrooms. This is to rent a per week, 4200 Yeah, I'm speechless. Right. We can go to Vaucluse. Oh, the oh there we go. Very nice. It's uh, four beds, three bathrooms, 5000 a week, but the bond is also 20 grand. Wow. Yes. <laughs> or Piper, or Point Piper. <laughs> Actually, just Point Piper, not Piper, Point Piper. <laughs> and that's only 2600 a week. Ooh. So have you had a look at the yes, rentals? Yes, I have. Because you um, move around a little bit, so we're thinking you mightn't want to buy straight up. You've got to have a, a rental. Yes. Well, we're... Um, well, funnily enough, we've mm-hmm. we've been pretty settled in, in Melbourne for the last sort of 11 years. And I can't say 12 months ago I was uh, picturing after my first trade that I'd be yeah getting yeah. traded again and, exactly. and going up to Sydney. So we've found a little uh, rental just um, in, in North Bondi, which is oh, a, a, oh. a, a great little spot to, to land. And we'll be uh, settling in there the first sort of six or 12 yeah. months and um, only 10, 12 minutes from training, which is... Beautiful. A little bit different to the drive out to Casey, which is um, oh, which, we're, which we're doing <laughs> a little bit different. North Bondi fish and icebergs <laughs> and subway in uh, Narriwarra. But take us back because we were having a chat yesterday when we knew you were coming on. How did it all finish up at the pies? Because it seemed like it was pretty abrupt and a bit of a shock. Because if I can say, I remember watching. You're the number one ruckman at Collingwood. You were flying. You had one or two bounces against the crows one day. Kick. A nice little... In the pissing down range. Yeah, in the wet. Gave one to Trelaw, got it back, bounce, goal. Like, you're on fire. <laughs> then another time you kicked that goal in the goal square, close game against the That was tight. the one we heard, JB yeah, calling. Yeah. You were on fire, number one ruckman. What happened there at Collingwood? Yeah, yeah. It feels like um, a lifetime ago now, but it was only really, yeah, probably only really 12 months. Yeah. So um, it goes to show how uh, how quickly the, the landscape does move. Um, I think, yeah, the, just the, the team continues to evolve and, um, I was, uh, well had played my last game on the Anzac day. So that's why it probably feels like yeah. so long ago, 2022. Yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, just some great team performances and we have, yeah, some other quality Ruckman there at, at Collingwood and, um, yeah, just yeah. missed the rest of the season through injury. And, Oof. um, it was probably in the, in, in both parties best interest to, um, to yeah, explore that trade and went to Melbourne. Mm. Do I remember cor- correctly though that you said you wanted to stay, or I, you were hopeful? Yeah, I mean, I think in, initially, yeah, you know, when I signed my long-term contract, that I, I didn't think that I'd be yeah you know, moving from Collingwood. Yep. But as things sort of eventuated, it was yeah probably the right thing for for uh, for both uh, parties and went across the road and mm. went to Melbourne and um, yeah, 12 months on, I'm, I'm tr- to trying to get going to Sydney. <laughs> but that was strange from outside and we got no idea. Okay. But you go to Melbourne and they got Max Gorn, who's the number one ruckman. And obviously you thought. Come on, you, Bill. 
Well, <laughs> he's so f- <laughs> I think you did. Yeah. That's fair. No, but it, well, he's the number one ruckman <laughs> going around, and then you go there, and we go. Why would you go there, bro? Yeah. Would it, and Max, Ma- Max is a great player. Yeah. Um, and I and I can get that. I sort of made myself redundant there, didn't I? <laughs> um, no, nah, Max. Um, well, Max is just incredible, to be honest. When sort of going through that re- recruitment drive and. Um, and, and Goody and yeah, the pitch was, was, was great and, um, really invested and, and, um, wanted to really see that through. But yeah, as I said, sort of with, with Collingwood, things can change and you've got to be agile when these, uh, these, these times build, you you can't stay uh, static and you've got to be flexible. And, um, yeah, I, I think the industry has evolved a lot and you've got to be able to have those mature, honest conversations at the right time and. And, um, yeah, it was probably, again, in, in the best interest for, for both parties again. So um, hoping uh, that it's really yeah. fruitful up in Sydney. So what, what was the discussion, though? What was the sell? Was it like we all expected again from the outside that it was, you know, one, two, and away you go? Well, I think from, from my perspective, um, just being so settled here in, in Victoria, um, the, the appeal of, of being so close to home and, and being, you know, not too disruptive, I'm studying as well, a master's at Melbourne Business School. So there was a, a few other factors at play. And um, I suppose that's one of the things that, um, you know, people don't really consider about yeah. the football players, that they've got other elements of their life that they need to consider, other family and, and their jobs and their mm. careers and their aspirations. So it's not as simple as where does Brody Grunny want to <laughs> play and get minutes. So, um yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a funny one, and I mean, how, how did you find it, sort of Daisy moving to to Carlton and um, he went yeah, for the money. Your, your, your transition, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, because it is true. Like everybody has different sort of factors that they need to weigh up. And this is why I sort of posed the question off the top: How are you? Because uh, you know, in my experience of being sort of wound up at the end and a, a contract that was taken away and an offer that I couldn't really refuse from a. a team up the road as opposed to staying but there's no doubt throughout my time that you lose a bit of love for the game you lose why you play the game and I think you sort of have to try and reinvent why you do did mm. you have those did you have that and again you know it's it's 12 months on now and I guess you're going through yeah, it all again yeah not not so much at, at Collingwood um my last just unfortunately my last um or six eight months was I was I was injured yeah. so um I was blessed though to be a part of um, the inner sanctum during that time. And we can see now, you know, uh, only 12 months on that they, they go and uh, pinch the, the flag. So um, yeah, full respect to Collingwood and, and um, what they're about. They're a great organization. Um, but uh, coming around this year, so what was your question? I'm well, no, no, it was just, it was, and yeah, you lost yeah. any love for the game. But yeah, you, that's right. Well, yeah. well, well, you know, playing, um, playing VFL, Yes. Yeah, it's pretty sobering when you when you get dropped, Daisy and, and Bill. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you ever got dropped. Bill, oh, but, mate. Um, <laughs> Every once. second week. <laughs> I had a bloke called Ablett that was kicking. <laughs> so um, it's tough. And, yeah. you know, it's um, the, there's that identity piece as well, which, you know, a big part of what we do is our, is our jobs. Um, and uh, we get a lot of satisfaction out of that. And, and when that isn't, uh, you know, where we want it to be, yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to reconcile, and you know, for me, sort of getting towards the uh, end of my uh, career or closer towards the end, I want to be able to maximise uh, my time playing AFL footy. I can't believe you played seventeen games this year for Melbourne. Honestly, I would have thought you might have played eight or ten. Played seven. This is a this is a, this is a roast. <laughs> no, it's not because because that's not a bad year. Seventeen games, mm. four in the VFL, and they tried to play up forward. And you're playing out of Casey. And honestly, I remember watching it one day and you're going, what are they doing with him? Like, fair dinkum. And you feel, like, honestly felt for you. So was there a time when maybe you're driving out to Mm. Casey and it's windy and all that and you say, this is a time and and, and this is the moment that I'm I'm not going to play with the Demons next year? Yeah, Bill, honestly, I I didn't think that. I didn't have that thought. Um, I try and, and and I speak about like the industry as a whole sort of evolving and I think it takes two, you know, the, the players have got to have, have got to buy in as well. And, um, the way I've tried to conduct myself is just to be as professional yeah. as I can be. Um, I'm, you know, at the time employed by, um, 
the Melbourne Football Club to come in to train, challenge Max at training, um, you know, try and play on Stephen May and Jake Lever <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, forward yes. line, and um, you know, and and that's the other the other thing you've got to try and see the uh, the light in those opportunities. Um, it's a matter of perspective and, and framing. And I thought, you know, I'm not too old to um, to throw in the towel. I actually did yeah. want to really give it a go and, and see if I could, you know, mm. come in and play finals and and, and kick some goals. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it wasn't to be. Mm. How did the chat go though with the D's? Was it you that broached it or did they come to you and say, look, you know, we came with this idea. It didn't work out. Run us through that. Yeah. I think, um, we just sort of had a, uh, a mutual sort of conversation towards, towards the end. And a lot of it was, um, going along in, in the background with my, with my manager, Robbie Durazio, who did a you know, fantastic job at sort of brokering, brokering that. Um, but I just, sort of spoke to Goody transparently and we were having conversations all the way through and um, hand on heart. I yeah, don't have a bad word to say about Melbourne. Yeah. Um, I think, um, yeah, the, the people there are, are fantastic and um, yeah, I, for, for all it's worth, I actually really enjoyed my, my time there. That's Just good. my two hours on the weekend um, wasn't where I wanted to be and I'm here to play AFL footy. Yeah. So that's what's uh, led me to, to Sydney and I'm looking forward to, Buddy really, uh, really making it there. Sydney not via Port Adelaide. Was that a viable option well, at any point? Because you're an Adelaide boy. Go home factor yeah, might have been mum there. Was, mum was a bit flat. Bloody um, yes. Yeah, mum was a bit flat. But um, ultimately, we just we felt, uh, for me and my partner, that it was, yeah, the best thing for my footy. Um, yeah, up in Sydney. So yeah. we're, we're pumped. Stick around. We've got plenty more to talk to you about after this. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. I'm going to give Ben a bit of advice. Yep. Listen to Bill. a career in radio? (laughs) Never listen to this show. (laughs) Brady Grundy, the Sydney Swans star recruit, has stuck around to discuss his move from the Ds. What about the media hype? Do you buy in? Do you listen to the radio? Do you read the papers and all that? Because there's a lot of Brady Grundy stuff being written. (laughs) There's a lot of been written for someone who's playing in the twos. Here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, there was, mate. Yeah, uh, it's 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 hard to escape. Bill, yeah. I think um, yeah. in this modern age, you know, the TikTok algorithms and and whatnot. Um, the what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's hard to escape, but you've got to you've got to uh, you can't keep your head in the sand. You know, you you've got to have a, a finger on the pulse. You know, um, it it would be remiss of me to think that. Um, I can just exist in a, in a vacuum, you know, you've yeah. got to know, particularly when there's quite significant narratives being spun about you, you've got to sort of have a, um, a finger on the pulse for when you get interviewed on the triple M rush yes, hour, exactly. so you can have a seat at the table and be informed. Well done. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, and Daisy would be able to speak to this. You've got to be able to compartmentalize that. And I think as I'm getting older, you're, I'm able to do that a lot better, and yeah, you know, I'd love to hear from you, Dave, how you found that through. You know, even funny your, about you, your, your transition even to to Carlton, you know, arch rival of Collingwood, and I tell you what, I did. I turned Twitter off for a very long time, Brody, <laughs> and because it was a different. Twitter mm, hits different. Oh, Twitter is, is Twitter is scathing. Is it? Yeah, they, yeah, they so don't. So Insta's miss. all right. Insta, well, you can block words on Insta. Oh. So like sell out, dog, oh, rat. Yeah. You know, they were the ones that <laughs> I took out. So yeah. it looks like everyone likes me, but yeah. it is. Yeah, the feedback comes quickly and from very many angles. Yeah, it, it does, and it's something that um, oh, it's, it's a double edged sword because we are so uh, contactable. We're only you know a keyboard away yeah. or a, or a screen away, and and uh, that's been fantastic. I've I've really loved that about the opportunity that I have as an AFL player. And when you I, are quite prolific well, on there. Well, when Instagrams I came into and... um, Collingwood, mm. um, the big beast that Collingwood is, it was really encouraged that players should you know get on board and and you know mm. um, have a brand on on social media, have a platform um, because you can reach so many fantastic people and fans and engage with them and and hear their stories but it does come with a downside and um we don't have to look too far to see how um that can impact um players you know emotionally mentally and um i think we just need to be conscious of that at times um wikipedia is always interesting so (laughs) i'm gonna throw some things at you here Brody grundy (laughs) that i've heard rumors about you strap yourself in well i think i hope there's (laughs) 
a cat? Is there a cat on there? I walk a. Uh, Hang on. Okay, I won't even. I'm, I'm, I'm going to steal your thunder. No, but no, you go. yeah. You go. Righto. Is it true you spray paint trains? <laughs> Under an alias, Bill. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yes. So, what's your tag? No, not 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 anymore. In a in another life. Bill, yeah. In another life. Did you? Yeah. All, all legal, of course. Yeah. Yeah. How's that legal? Oh, well, you get permission from PTV. Um, oh, right. Eh? <laughs> Put your oh. balaclava so on it. Good, it's good, <laughs> good spray painting. No, no. I've um, I uh, my mum was uh, a photographer and and um, painted growing up and Arty. um, yeah, it's just something that I've Great. obviously been interested in off field. And when I moved to Melbourne, that's obviously a, a flourishing uh, scene here is the 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 graffiti sort of street art scene and yeah. got a big appreciation for it, Bill. Oh, good. Uh, you're very uh, very intelligent. You can tell by the way he answers the questions. I don't know if we've had too many footballers that answer it so well. <laughs> so off field, what are you doing? A bachelor of? He's doing um, a masters. Oh, I, a masters of. I ticked that off, Bill. That yeah. was. What two is years that? Ago. And what are you going to become? <laughs> no. What are you going to become down the track? Uh, well, it's it's there's no there's no finish point, Bill. Right. It's not you become. It's we are becoming. It's it's there's no finish line. Oh yeah. Go so on. What, give, you me more, give me more of this. Give me more of the years. profound stuff. <laughs> <laughs> go to uni for fifteen years, do you? Nah. So uh, the plan was to come out of uni and did the bachelor, the health science. Wanted to be a physio. Yes. And then I was, you know, in the playing footy for. A long time, and I thought, wow, okay, there's more to the world than um, you know that health discipline. Yes. Um, so I met some interesting people and had some great mentors, and they suggested, why don't you try and develop um, some of your business acumen? So I went down. Um, I'm now doing a masters of business admin at uh, Melbourne Business School. So we'll finish that wow. uh, term one next year, and interested in sort of wealth. Wealth management, funds management, strategy consulting—that sort of um, that sort of space. So, mm-hmm. some good opportunities. Some I'd like to. Yeah, I've got a business. You can come follow, work for follow, me. Follow, follow down that. So, uh, and, and the last one, bro. Do you walk a cat? <laughs> you found it. You found it. Uh, no, never, never walked a cat with a pink lead. And uh, I did drive a Vespa, but never walked a cat with a pink lead. I have heard that one. Have you got a cat? No, I don't even have a cat, oh, so there you go. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, what about, so you're off to Sydney <laughs> in the next month or so. Have you knocked around with any of the D's boys? Taylor Adams going up there yeah, as well. Tay, tay. What's the, the last bit of the transition period look like? Um, the D's boys, yeah. I uh, I caught, I just had lunch, just come straight from having lunch with Alex Neil Bullen. Um, so as as I said, some some great characters there. A lot of them are overseas at the moment, but um, yeah, just had, had coffee and keep in touch with a few of those boys. Um, spoke to Tay, obviously, who's coming out to Sydney as well. And, um, yeah, really excited about yeah. what that looks like for us, uh, on field there, which Ooh. will be, um, really exciting for the, for the Swans fans. Um, and, and for me personally as well, having a, um, someone that I've played a lot of footy with straight off mm. the bat, I don't really know too many, um, yeah, guys at, at Sydney. So yeah, looking forward to having someone day one that I've obviously played a lot of footy with. A good young midfield too. Ooh, oh, yeah. Broads, that'd be nice to work with. Nice small ground. You could ruck all day. <laughs> You're keen, Bill. <laughs> I want to see you do yeah. well, mate. Nah, same, same. Yeah. So do I. So, um, yeah, smaller ground, yep. contested. That's yeah. sort of my sort of brand. So, hopefully, yeah, stay out there as long as I can and, and have <laughs> some impact. And the body's all good body, for the Swans fans listening. The body is 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 very good. Um, hitting hitting the pool a couple times a week, just trying yeah. to look after those joints um, and starting to yeah get into that training off season. So day one, um, I'm in good shape. Good on you. Been very interesting chat because you are too intelligent. Is he the smartest bloke you know in football <laughs> days in this room? Um, yeah, not <laughs> in football, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, and, and all, yes. no, but you've always had one eye on obviously the athlete side of it, but also what comes after that. So it's very admirable. And you don't do a lot of media, so we are very thankful of you giving up your time, coming in, speaking so honestly. And from the bottom of my heart, and I certainly, the Rush Hour and Triple M family, we want to see you go up to Sydney and dominate because your best footy, I think, is still ahead of you. And we'd love to watch on and hear you doing and dominating the scene. So thanks very much for coming in and all the best. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. 
trying to watch Billy's joke? Look at him. He's, he's now in the fetal position because he knows how appalling that is. Just follow Triple M Rush Hour on Instagram and you can see Billy's joke every day. Tell you what, tomorrow as I look at the sheet, don't worry about blokes who like to talk. Eddie Maguire coming in for a chat. Ed! Eddie! In the studio! The Prez, in oh. studio, talking obviously about the Melbourne Cup Carnival Last upcoming. time you were with him, we were, you were at a restaurant. Yes. And he stood up in front of the whole restaurant. We won't be referencing yes. that. And oh, <laughs> I like this next one, Bill. Any guesses? No. Tool, Skippy! <laughs> No. We got Skippy on. Tools down. Scotty Campbell be oh, in with the block. That's but, not his whistle. Rabs, have you got something there? We literally went through We this. practiced well, this. Right. That's a shocking whistle. Okay. Anyway, yeah. we need to finish off what's been a massive show with a joke. We do. A good joke. <laughs> End the day with a laugh. Um, I have a joke. This is Billy's joke. <laughs> Righto, here we go. This is one for the ladies out there, Daisy, oh, okay? careful. Yes, I am being oh, careful, believe me. I need to distance myself from this. How do you get fat, me, into bed? A piece of cake. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> Did we turn that around? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it's fair. And probably would work. Yes, yes. it uh, sounded better the other way. Yeah, but anyway. yeah, careful, careful. I love the cake. You do? Oh, you do. Can you have your cake and eat it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daisy. Tell you what else would get you in there. What? Curried sausage. Oh. 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 And get them out. <laughs> The <laughs> the <pillows here. laughs> oh, wow, we piece of cake. <laughs> Tools down. <laughs> Who are we got tomorrow? <laughs> Scotty Cat. All oh, right. Tools <laughs> down. <Eddie Maguire. laughs> Do that whistle again. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?